0: Oh, come on! Clap your hands to the Lord. That's where your hope lies. Hallelujah. Yo, know, the Scripture says that one time we were without hope in the world. It said we were not even a people without hope in the world. But now, those of us that are or were far off or Brought close by the blood of Jesus. He called us out of darkness into his marvelous light. Gave us hope, the scripture says, is an anchor of the soul. That hope will keep you. I'm thankful for that hope in Jesus today. Amen. Come on, give him one more hand. Clap of praise in this house this morning. With this being uh, you know, Mother's Day month, I was just felt led this month to have um, our ladies that God just speaks through and uses to uh, have time to to share their hearts and speak to us. And uh, we just have been thrilled with uh, what God's been doing over the last few Couple of weeks, brother and sister Green here, and then sister Green here last week, and then uh, just been thrilled about the way God's moving. And today we're going to hear from our first lady. She's our first lady, she's my lady, (laughs) and she is a listen. She is a beautiful, wonderful woman of God. And uh, she has had something laid on her heart. And I know that uh, she, I've listened to her many conversations and counseling and different things. And just uh she inspires me, the wisdom that she gives to others, not just to, to women, but to some of the men folk as well. Some of you guys say amen, because I've heard her, I've heard her talk you got some of you guys down too. So uh so I know it. So, uh, but I'm thankful for for my wife, for my help, for this lovely lady. And so, give her a hand as she comes this morning.
1: What key are you in? <laughs> Let's lift our hands and say.
2: I'm so
1: This is mine, but it is now. Love you. Mean it. Um, I love y'all. I'm so glad to be here. I'm always glad to be here because I'm always here. So, um, God's been so good to us, and I love the the sweet spirit of God that I feel in this place today. Um, I want to give honor to my pastor, my precious husband. Um, love him. Mean it so much. He's my favorite person. Uh my amazing kids, all four of them now, um, and my sweet church family, y'all are the most precious people in the world to me. I love y'all so much, and um, thank y'all for letting me be who I am. God love you for it. You just I promise some of y'all just get extra stars in your crown all the time just by putting up with me. And uh, I appreciate that. Um, I love you so much, and I love what we're doing here. I love what we're building here. I believe in what we're building here. I believe in you. I believe in your family. I believe in the work that we have begun here, and I believe with all my heart that God has got his hand in it, and I'm so thankful for that. So um, uh, you're already standing, so let's read just a little bit. Um Let's go to Ephesians 4 and 32. It says, be kind and compassionate one to another, forgiving one another, as Christ also forgave you. And then in Matthew 6 and 14, it says, for if you forgive other people when they sin against you, your heavenly Father will also forgive you. So, sweetheart, if you don't mind praying for us, let's just lift our hands and pray over this message right now. Thank you, Jesus. I love you, Jesus. Lord, I need your anointing right now, God. Move in this place. Thank you, Jesus. You're so good. You're so good. Thank you, Jesus. We love you, Lord. We magnify your name, oh God. Thank you, Jesus. Everybody say in Jesus' name. All right. You can be seated. All right. I'm going to read you something. And uh, some of you may recognize it, and some of you probably won't, because um, I'm probably one of the oldest people in here today, so. Um, I thought of all the bad luck and the struggles we went through, and how I lost me and you lost you. What are these voices outside love's open door that makes us throw off our contentment and beg for something more? The more I know, the less I understand all the things I thought I knew I'm learning again. And I've been trying to get down to the heart of the matter, but my will gets weak, and my thoughts seem to scatter, but I think it's about forgiveness. Forgiveness. These times are so uncertain, and there's a yearning undefined, and people filled with rage. We all need a little tenderness. How can love survive in such a graceless age? The trust and self-assurance that lead to happiness, well, they're the very things we kill, I guess. Pride and competition cannot fill these empty arms. And the work I put between us, well, you know what doesn't keep us warm. And the more I know, the less I understand and all the things I thought I'd figured out I'm having to learn again. And I've been trying to get down to the heart of the matter, but everything changes and my friends seem to scatter, but I think it's about forgiveness, forgiveness. There are people in your life who've come and gone, and you know they let you down, and you know they hurt your pride. You better put it all behind you because life goes on. You keep carrying that anger, and it'll eat you up inside. And I've been trying to get down to the heart of this matter, and my will gets weak, and the ashes will scatter. And my flesh gets weak, and my thoughts seem to scatter. But I'm thinking about forgiveness. Forgiveness. Now, this is not the latest praise and worship song. This is a song from a 1,000 years ago. And here's my question. How, did, how on earth did uh, this not become a church song? How did Don Henley, the front man for the Eagles, know how powerful this song is? Um, And I heard this song for the first time way back in the glorious '80s, Um, and I've always been a music lover, so of course um, I liked the song and it caught my attention. But I heard it again about eight months ago, and it it caught my spirit and it caught my ear and it caught it it caught my I was captivated by the lyrics. Because of everything that the world was going through and everything that our church was going through and everything I was going through as a as just a just a person, just me um and I heard it again and it it kind of struck a chord with me and um I know it's not a church song, but that's how my brain works um It's like uh the first time I ever heard what's what's the little the little candlestick that sings. Lumiere, okay, Lumiere didn't know he was preaching either Um, because one of his lines in one of his little songs, and he is a cartoon, I'm aware, he says, life is so unnerving for a servant who's not serving. He's not whole without a soul to wait upon. And I'm like, man, that'll preach right there. That'll preach. If you're a servant and you're not serving, you're not going to be okay until you put your hand back on the plow. And that has nothing to do with my message. But anyway, um, that's, that's, that's for another time. I'll, I'll, I'll preach about Disney and Beauty and the Beast later. But um, um, forgiveness. Everybody say it with me. Forgiveness. Forgiveness. I truly believe the Lord gave this to me. Um, and there hasn't been a day and months that I haven't thought about this or that I haven't sang that little song I'm trying to get down to the heart of the matter. And I think it's about forgiveness. And um, so what, is, what, what about forgiveness? What is forgiveness and why is it so important? Well, because we need peace more than we need vengeance. We need to sleep at night. We need to forgive because we remember our own sin and our own mistakes and the time we put our face in the, our hand in the face of the one that loves us and said, no thanks, I'll do it my way. We need to forgive because he forgave us. We need to forgive because we can't get forgiveness without forgiving others. It's a, it's a give and take kind of thing. Um, and I know, I know we think, but God, they did me wrong. They did me dirty. They lied on me. They lied on my family. They hurt my feelings. They offended me. I am wounded. We've all been there. We've, 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 all, we've all been the wounder and the woundy, you know. Um, and that's okay, but, but don't start trying to expose people because it's not your job to teach them a lesson. It's your job to pray for mercy and forgiveness. That's who we are as servants. So stop talking about it. Um, you know, there's a scripture in Proverbs 17 and 9, and it says, He that covereth a matter seeks love, but he that repeateth a matter separateth friends. Another translation says that he that harpeth on the matter. <laughs> Please stop harping on the matter. Um, and I know that we, that we want help, and we have friends that we talk to, and we have counselors and therapists that we talk to. But, you know, sometimes just stop putting wood on the fire, you know, and forgive it, forgive it. They need mercy. They need to go to heaven too, you know. And so um, there's another translation um, in Ephesians 4 and 32, and it says, Be kind one to another, tender-hearted, forgiving one another, And the word tenderhearted, I looked it up, and it's also translated into stronghearted. And in this day and age, it takes strength to love. It takes strength to forgive. And I don't know about you, but I need forgiveness. I need piles of forgiveness. I need mountains of mercy and oceans of grace. We all do, and we all need the redeeming love of Jesus. So... So many times the thing that separates us from our breakthrough and the thing that separates us from our miracle and from our restoration and our healing is our lack of forgiveness. Forgiveness towards others, forgiveness for ourselves. Sometimes, honey, you just got to get over your own self and just forgive your own self and just move on and work for Jesus, you know. Because we've all made mistakes. We've all did that terrible thing. We've, we've all been through that hard stuff. And sometimes you just got to forgive it, you know? And um, I remember one night, it's, it's been maybe a couple of years ago, and there had been something that I could not get past. Could not. I had tried for 10 or 15 years to get past it. And the hurt was deep and it was something that had happened to one of my children. And if y'all know me, y'all know how I'm about my children. Um I'll kill you in the street. Love you so much. Where's Alicia? There she is. Yes. Um but um somebody had done something to one of my babies when they were babies and i could not get past it and i was like god you you got to help me i begged and screamed and cried and prayed and fasted and did everything that i that i knew how to do to overcome it but the bottom line is i just had to forgive it i couldn't hold it against them anymore it was it wasn't really doing anything to them but it was killing me and so One night after prayer meeting, never discount Monday night prayer meeting, good Lord, Um, we had had a good prayer meeting, and I was on the way home by myself, and um, all of a sudden I I just do what I usually do when I'm in the car by myself, Jesus, I love you, bless everybody in this room. Bless my children. Bless my husband. Keep us all safe and in your hands. Keep your angels around us and your spirit within us and take us to heaven and all this stuff. And I just started just naming off names and and praying for people. And all of a sudden, those names came out of my mouth. God bless them. Just wherever they are, just help them tonight. Forgive them and have mercy on them and and keep them and, and, and bless their ministry and bless their family and bless their lives. And before I knew it, I felt a transition in my heart and my spirit, and I realized that I was praying blessings on someone who had wounded me and someone who had wounded my family. And it was the most amazing thing to come to the realization while I'm driving down the road, speaking in tongues, having my own little personal revival, that I had been healed. And it's not that I don't remember it. It's just that I've been healed of the offense. That's the thing. And so um, I I just remember driving my family crazy and my sweet husband. I tried to talk to him about it, and he's an introvert, and he just looks at me sometimes like Regina. Girl. I know I drive him crazy. I have actually wondered before if he was an angel um, or an avenger or something. Um, I'm kidding, sort of. Um, But uh, I remember that night and, and, and thinking of all the things that I had been through to try to get over that. And all it took was the Spirit of God releasing me to forgive and move on. And it has not been the same ever since. It has not been the same ever since. And that's my prayer for you today is that whatever has happened to you, through you, whether you did it, whether somebody else did it, y'all, it's about forgiveness. It's about forgiveness. Um, so I know that we can't always forget the things that happened. But I heard somebody say one time, Uh, My husband said, just because you you remember it doesn't mean you haven't conquered it. And I also heard somebody say, if you can't forgive and forget, then forgive every time you remember. And it takes cold courage to do that 70 times 7. And I understand that. But if we want revival, we're going to have to forgive. And if we want peace, we're going to have to forgive. And if we want restoration in this church, we're going to have to forgive. And if we want healing, we're going to have to forgive. And listen, let me tell you something. I I started looking up the effects of healing on our bodies. I mean, the effects of forgiveness on our bodies and what unforgiveness does to our bodies. And did you know that this is a real thing? Unforgiveness has been linked to all kinds of illnesses, And as I researched the effects of unforgiveness, I was floored by the sheer amount of information about how it wrecks our bodies. Unforgiveness, hostility, bitterness, resentment, grudges, grudges, oh my goodness. They are all foreign to our bodies. They don't belong there. And we're not supposed to live in these emotions 24-7. So, When we live in those kind of emotions, and this is science, when we live in those kind of emotions, our bodies begin to break down. And it has the same effect on us as disease has. It's actually dis ease. You're not at ease. You're not okay because you won't you won't let go of this one of this thing that's hurt this offense my hurt feelings my pride all of all of it we won't let go of it and it literally is making us sick. Um. You you can't rest properly, and you can't heal properly when you won't forgive it. In other words, unforgiveness is killing you. Unforgiveness is connected to high blood pressure weakened immune systems, reduced sleep, chronic pain, and cardiovascular problems. Yeah, no kidding, you got heart problems because you got heart problems. Lay it down. It's killing you. Because unforgiveness hinders the body's ability to heal, forgiveness exercises are now actually being included in cancer treatment plans for patients. This is a real thing. And there is an enormous physical burden to being hurt and disappointed, says Karen Schwartz, MD, director of the Mood Disorders Adult Consultation Clinic in Johns Hopkins Hospital. This is a real person. This has been researched. Chronic anger puts you in a fight or flight mode, which results in changes in your heart rate, blood pressure, and immune response. Those changes then increase the risk of depression, heart disease, and diabetes. Among other conditions, forgiveness, however, calms stress levels leading to improved health. Immune response, immune response. If you can't forgive, you can't even fight off a cold. If you can't forgive, you can't fight off a headache. You, you got to get that stuff out of your system. You got to get that stuff out of your, it does not belong in your body. It does not belong in your mind. So that's why some of us are sick all the time is because we're offended all the time. And that's why some of us are tired all the time and we can't sleep and we're on every medication under the sun because we're literally mad all of the time. If we don't break the cycle, it's going to break us. And I'm not just talking to you, and I'm not just preaching at you. I've lived this. I've, I've had so much unforgiveness and turmoil and anger in my heart that it made me sick. It made me sick. I ended up having to have surgery last year because of some of the things that I truly believe that, that my body was affected by because I couldn't get over emotionally. I believe that. I believe in the mind, body, and spirit connection. And I know for some of you, this is so hippy dippy right now. They're like, oh my Lord, she's going to break out the essential oils in a minute. And I understand that, but there is a very real connection to the way your thought process is and what happens to your heart. And there's a very real connection in what happens to your heart and how your spirit responds to the spirit of God. You, you can't even respond properly to the spirit of God when you're sitting over here and somebody else is sitting over here and you are mad and everything they do is wrong and terrible when you're mad. Look at them chewing that gum like they own the world. Look at, they, look at them. Look at them. Look at her with her new dress on. She's a sinner. I'm telling you what. We've, we've, all, we've all been, we've just been mad, you know? I used to teach um, kindergarten, and there was this little, this little five-year-old boy, and um, his name was Cody. And he was the most aggravated little kid I had ever seen in my life. I was like, is he 57 years old, and I just don't know it? Like, what in the world? And he would, he would sit in his chair, and I would make him sit down, because he was misbehaving, or he would do something to his brother, hit his brother, do something, and I would, I would sit him down and say, Cody, you, you really can't hit people in the back of the head, or you can't, you can't stab people with pencils, or whatever he was doing, and, and, uh, and he, would just, he would just sit there. He was just mm, so mad, and he wanted me to know. He wanted me to feel his anger. OK, he was just aggravated. He would just stomp his little his little feet, you know, and and I and finally I would look at him and I would say I would say, Cody, what's the matter? And he would go um, I'm mad, and just scream the word mad. And it didn't help him so many times. That's where we are as adults. We're just mad. We're offended and we're mad because something that happened 27 years ago and nobody said they were sorry to us. Well, you have to learn how to accept the apology that you don't get, and you have to learn to move on and work for the kingdom and do what God has called you to do. It's ministry. It is ministry. Not to mention what unforgiveness does to our testimony, our ministry. Um, A lot of times, it's our pride and our ego that stops us from healing from a hurt, we don't want to admit that we have an issue, a hurt, a problem, so we blame others, we blame God, we blame ourselves, we blame our spouses, we blame our parents, we blame our coworkers. we blame the people at Chick-fil-A, we blame the president, we blame our family, we blame everybody. And I heard somebody say not too long ago, blame is great for your ego, but it is... but responsibility is great for your future. So take responsibility for yourself. Take responsibility for your own emotions. Take responsibility for receiving forgiveness, asking forgiveness, and giving forgiveness. And your life will change. I'm telling you, your future will change. Um, And a lot of times we, we think, oh, well, I can't do this or that because they did this or that. No, you can't do this or that because you won't forgive this or that and Dr. Cindy Miller said it's not what happened to us that's the problem it's what happens in us that's the problem so you can't you can't stop you can't stop the offense and you can't stop the hurt from coming but the way that you react to the hurt and the way that you react to the offense and the way that you react to the wound makes all the difference in the world refuse to hate refuse to stay angry, refuse unforgiveness, refuse it. It's not worth it. It's just not worth it. And I'm not going to be very long because I know that y'all are hungry. Um, and I know, and I know, and I know, and I know that the pollen is killing everybody. So I know, I know that we're all drugged up today, and you may, you may just remember this later. Um, but I feel like the Lord wants to move for us today, and I feel like He wants to move us past ourselves because when you forgive, it sets you free, it removes fear, it heals, it mends your broken heart, it makes you able to pray for mercy for the person, for the thing that happened, whatever it may be, rather than kicking and screaming and demanding that they get what they deserve. Because, God, help us if we all get what we deserve. We, we, we are in desperate need of the mercy and the grace of Jesus every day of our lives. So why wouldn't we give it out to somebody else? It doesn't matter what happened. Give it out. Fling around unforgiveness like it's, con, what, confetti? Is that what, is that what we're supposed to do? Or kindness or whatever? Just fling it all. I don't care. If it's good, just throw it at people, you know? Um, refuse, refuse to stay bitter because I'm telling you, If you stay angry long enough, and you stay hurt long enough, and you stay offended long enough, then that is going to morph into bitterness. And there's a reason that the Word of God calls bitterness a root. Because it's hard. It's hard to remove. So cut that stuff off at the pass before before it turns into bitterness and before you're in trouble. Now... I do feel like the Lord wants to move us past ourselves, past confusion and hurt, past the wrongs that have been strapped to our backs for so long. It's time to be free of it. But first, we have to forgive it. That's the kicker. That's that's the point right there. We have to forgive the person that hurt us or the thing that happened. And if we don't, we are choosing to live in bondage and we cannot do that church because i want to tell you something and i know i have described our little church <clears throat> a million times as we are what did i say the other day we are a ragtag bunch of train wrecks for jesus and i love our little gang i love i love our little church i love our church family I love that we love each other. I love that we pull for each other. I know that there is not a single personality in this room that is exactly the same. And none of us do everything the same way. But we can all go to heaven together. We can do it. We can go to heaven together. And so, um, let's all stand. I told y'all I wasn't going to be very long. But what I want us to do today is... um, Right where you are i don't I don't want us to have to move up to the altar or anything yet, you know um that'll be for a few minutes but but right now, as the music starts to play i just I just want us to take just just maybe just a few seconds, just a minute, and I want you to breathe out forgiveness. And I want you to get rid of the offense. And I want you to get rid of the anger. I want you to remember the thing, whatever the thing was that happened to you, whatever the situation was, I want you to release it into the hands of Jesus. And I want you to leave it there. Because He really is able, if you'll let Him have it, if you'll leave it at the feet of Jesus, if you'll leave it at the altar that hurt and that pain and that thing that happened to us, if we will give it to him, he can take care of it. But he can't do it if 15 minutes after we leave the altar, we're on the phone talking to whoever we're talking to because we're still mad about it. We haven't released it yet. We haven't given it to Jesus. So right now, if we could just close our eyes and lift our hands. And I know this is not a shouting kind of thing that we've got going on right now. But let's, let's give God a minute to transform us. And let's lift our hands right now. If you got hands, I want you to lift them. Both of them. Both of them. Both of them. There you go. Surrender. Surrender to the call of God right now. Surrender to what He's got for you right now. There is very real restoration in this room right now. There's very real forgiveness right now. I rebuke doubt and fear in the name of Jesus. God, heal us. Heal us of the offense. Heal us of the pain. We want to forgive, God. We want to forgive. Lord, forgive us. Forgive us for our sins. Forgive us for the things that we've done and the words that we've said and the problems that we've caused. And God, God, I need forgiveness. I need forgiveness. So God, whoever it is, whatever it is, I forgive them right now in the name of Jesus. I will not hold on to it. It's killing me. I will not hold on to it right now just lift your voice right now and just begin to pray and just begin to release it to the heavenly father right now thank you jesus thank you jesus thank you jesus thank you jesus god i thank you for what you're doing i thank you for what you're doing the abuse the trauma the things that happened to you when you were too young to fight for yourself Forgive it right now in the name of Jesus. It has no place. It has no power. Stop giving your power away. Stop it. There is healing right now. There's restoration right now. And if you want to, come on down to this altar. You can kneel or you can stand. But if you want to be free today, I want you to come down right now. I speak forgiveness. I speak peace over this place right now. I speak restoration over this place right now. God, you are able. You are more than able. You are abundantly able. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus.
3: Hear us from heaven, oh God. Hear us from heaven. We love you, Jesus. We need you right now, God. We need you right now. I am your child, God. I need healing of this offense, oh God. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. That's right. Just allow him to move. Hallelujah. 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 Let it go.
2: Set it free in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Jesus.
1: I'm not beating you up today. God's not beating you up today. It's all about your healing. It's all about you being able to move forward in the kingdom of God. This is not a punishment kind of message. This is not a me telling you that you're doing it wrong kind of message. This is me saying that you can be restored and healed today in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. So one more time, let's lift our hands toward heaven let's allow it to happen in the name of Jesus forgiveness and freedom in the name of Jesus thank you Jesus thank you Jesus
0: morning the lesson was titled this moment is bigger than you realize or than you believe and uh, don't waste this moment uh, that word was from the Holy Ghost it was for our betterment it's for our you know it was it was just like anything that Paul wrote to the church about it it was it was spoke to a group of people who love the Lord and want to make it to heaven, and many times Paul would have to remind, and Peter would have to remind, that you're going to have to love one another, let brotherly love continue, be kind, be tenderhearted, forgiving one another, and uh, and it, you know, it, you could be in such a place that I, I can't even imagine saying the words I forgive that I forgive that person, but you ought to try it. You ought to try it. You ought to just speak out and just mouth the words. And if and if you're worried about, you know, and nobody should be trying to listen to anybody else praying right now, but, you know, pray like Hannah prayed. Prayed in her heart, but she moved her lips. God heard it. If you want, for privacy's sake, if you want to do that. But you ought to just try mouthing the words, I forgive so-and-so. And just just move your lips. Just say it. Just practice it because that's how practice makes perfect. That's how you get better. you got to, God, I forgive them. You know, I think that's why in, when Jesus, the disciples said, teach us to pray, he made sure to include, Father, forgive me as I forgive others, so that it would be a daily practice. God, I forgive them. Oh, I'm still mad. Yeah, whoo, I'm mad, but I forgive them. I'm hurt, but I forgive them. I'm heartbroken, but I forgive them. Up because hey, you think God's heart's not broke when He forgives us sometimes? You think things that we've done didn't hurt God, but He forgave us? Feeling hurt doesn't mean that you still hold unforgiveness, it, it, it hurts you, but you can forgive it and you can be better and you can begin to heal and, and see God move in your life because it's because I can promise you this. You ain't got enough Holy Ghost, and it wasn't even designed for this purpose, that it will cancel out unforgiveness. You hear me? You say, Well, I ain't gotta forgive nobody, I got the Holy Ghost. Ah, that's that's called quenching the spirit. You know, the, the the Holy Ghost will never put the seal of approval on unforgiveness or bitterness or any of that. You know, we talk about righteous indignation, but there ain't no righteous unforgiveness. <laughs> it ain't there. Uh, you don't get to hold that. Do you know that people that are that may end up being lost for eternity? It wasn't because God it's not because of unforgiveness. Because unforgiveness is saying I won't forgive. God's ready to forgive. There'll be for people who are not forgiven. But it's simply because they would never ask, never accept, or never do. So don't cancel out your hope today. We're going to lift our hands one more time. Brother Philip, I want you to play. Turn that up a little bit so you can just feel like, hey, I'm in a room with all this music. And I want you to just lift your hands one more time. And that thing that you lifted your hands for, but you didn't quite let go of it, go ahead and turn it loose. Go ahead and turn it loose. Just like I said, practice the words. Mouth it. I forgive. I forgive. I forgive. If there's somebody here that you need to ask forgiveness from, or, you know, go to them. Lord, go with me and help me to, to fix things, reconcile. Ah. Uh, what a word. Such a healing balm comes with forgiveness. There's a blessing in that forgiveness. It's a healing that's released in forgiveness. Come on for just another few moments, brother. Come on, clap your hands to the Lord in this house. What a wonderful, wonderful message. Powerful. Thank you, darling, for just delivering your heart. And thank you for responding to it. And this is one of those messages that just will stay with you. The lesson from it should stay with you day after day after day. Because there'll always be something. And we'll always have to say, Lord, I forgive. And we're going to always have to say, Lord, forgive me. Be quick to forgive, and you'll be quick to heal. It's much better than carrying it around. Amen. Praise the Lord. God bless you. Thank you for being in service today. Prodigal prayer tomorrow night at 7. Hope you'll be here. Pray for those that have been sick that are not here, that God will just get them and bring them back. Uh, We had a wedding yesterday. I want to remind you of this, but we also have a wedding upcoming. Uh, the twenty eighth of this month at four o'clock. Four o'clock, brother Lance and sister Becky will be getting married here. There'll be a ceremony, and every the church is invited. So, just want you to know, want you to be here. It's going to be a great weekend. God bless you. You're dismissed in Jesus' name.